Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Cassidy. And we're two 21-year-olds from Canada. And it's our turn to tell you our side of the story. We're going to give you some tips and tricks on all things to do with concerts and tours. And show you what it's really like to be a fangirl. Stay tuned and we'll show you the ins and the outs of this lifestyle. And tell you some interesting stories along the way. Because it's finally our, our turn. turn. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Our Turn, the podcast. It is it's episode five. Which is yeah. really exciting. It's been a full month. Very exciting. I'm, I don't know. Happy I think we're getting better at it too. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely getting a lot easier to manage to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys have been enjoying it so far. We've had quite a bit of fun filming it. So it's been. We really have. It's been fun. But that, something that's not fun is actually the thing we were talking about today. Yeah. Talking about some stereotypes to do with being a fangirl, which I mean. There's this like preconceived thing like. Yeah someone says they're a fangirl or doesn't even say it but they're like oh well you do this and you do this but like yeah in reality that's not what it is not at all and there's so many things that like people just assume and they're not like that whatsoever but they just assume that's yeah. kind of the way everybody's like that everyone's you know immature and stupid and crazy yeah. and it's really not that so we're going to talk about some of those today yeah and share kind of our story and what we've been through and yeah because growing up we were Bad girls, but yeah. it wasn't necessarily always seen as a good thing to people, so oh, we always tried to hide not. it from people, right? Yeah, like I got that label in grade seven as being the Justin Bieber fangirl, and at fine, like at first it was fine, and then it became into a very toxic, negative thing in yeah. my life to be known as. People bullied me, I got harassed on social media, like Twitter and stuff, and it was just not a fun time. And over time, I kind of was just like, you know what, I don't really want that image anymore, yeah. and I tried to hide it, but. It's not something that anyone should have In the past couple of years, we've gotten a lot. Like, we don't really hide it anymore. Oh, like, definitely you, not. If you, like, <laughs> years ago, if you would have gone on my Instagram, I wouldn't have been, like, posting about, like, like, when One Direction had their four-year anniversary. You would not have caught me posting on my main Instagram being like, oh, I'm so proud of you. But now I'm at the point where, like... Anniversaries or birthdays. Birthdays, I'm like, oh, yeah, happy birthday. Like, yeah, I, every cool. And everybody knows now because we're not ashamed just, of it Exactly. Anymore. And just kind of people embrace it because that's just kind of part of who we are in a way. Who we are. And, like, that's how I met my friends, too. So, exactly, to me, yeah. mo the people that I care about seeing my things, exactly. they're all the same as me anyhow. Yeah. So. But, so those are the things that we are, but the things that we aren't, let's talk about those yeah. stereotypes. The first one is that we're all, like, very young and immature, like, 12-year-old girls. Like, exactly. Someone will be like, oh, like, fangirls, like, they're all, like, young. 12, 13. Cupcakes, but, like, that's not Word. I'm is. gonna be 22 soon. Yeah, like, it's... So is she... We're it's not, not like ch children. Like, we were at one point. Yeah, like, everybody is going to be a 12-year-old girl. Well, I mean, not everyone's going to be a 12-year-old girl, but... Everyone's going to be 12 years old at one exactly. point. Exactly, and it's like, so, that's kind of just the way it is. And so, obviously, when you're young and you're 12 and 13, you're going to be more immature. And that's kind of just part of growing but up. as you grow up, people still think... Exactly. You're a 12-year-old girl, a young girl, obsessing over things. But... People mature, people grow up, yeah. things change. It doesn't always stay like that. So yeah. you kind of have to take that into account. And I feel like that kind of just gets looked over a lot of times. It just looks kind of... Yeah. Doesn't people... Like, wow, that wasn't worded correctly. But I feel like people just don't even, like... They don't even think, think about to it. be like, oh, just because they're a fangirl doesn't mean they have to act the same as exactly, they would if they yeah. were 12 years old. And, like, there are going to be those younger fans that kind of put out that image. But that's because they are 12 and they yeah. are young and they are mature and... Not everyone's going to be like that yeah. just because certain fans are, so... And, like, people will look at, like, 
fans like why don't we for instance a bunch of people are always like people that aren't fans of them are always like yeah they their all their fans are so young but in reality like there is a lot of young fans yeah. i will admit a lot yeah. of people on twitter are young but we also have so many friends that are 18 plus yeah like it just kind of is your group of people like yeah. the younger fans are friends with the younger fans and the older friends are friends with the older yeah. fans like it's just the way and it even works. some of the younger fans like i'm in a couple of group chats and there's some younger people yeah they do not act no. immature or so just because you're young doesn't mean you have to be immature exactly. either. But people it's think because you're obsessing over a band or an artist that you have to be immature to do that. Exactly. And you're not growing up when doing it. But in reality, it people, doesn't have to mean that. Yeah, no, not at all. And, like, it's the same sort of way with, like, in school. There's going to be some people that are younger and get along with older people. And yeah. people that are older that get along with younger people. And it's just based on somebody's personal, like... Like, personality, things exactly. you like, mutual interests. And that's how you make friends. Maturity mm -hmm. level and... Friends. <laughs> yeah. People grow up and they have to go through different things. And it kind of just plays a part in that and yeah. everybody's different so you can't just like label everybody as oh you're a 12 year old girl like no yeah. not everyone's like, gonna be a 12 year old girl forever like, exactly the next thing is that people think that we're all crazy yeah. kind of goes along with the whole 12 year old thing but people think we're insane which sometimes it is true it is true i will admit it i'm not always sane no but does we're not like insane no, like we're not like that you know stereotypical like movie fangirl where it's like all dressed out head to toe in merchandise going to yeah, a concert right when they see the artist screaming at the top of our lungs crying i cannot stand it when well, that happens like yeah. the screaming at the artist like i was there's, uh there's times and then there's times where it's not exactly. okay like if they're on stage sure go for but it there's people that Everybody thinks that, like, a fangirl's, like, running down the street, chasing after somebody, screaming at them, ripping at their clothes, freaking out, writing, yeah. you know, their name or song And that, a lot of the time, body. is the younger fans. It does because, come with maturity. And I'll admit, a lot of the stereotypes do fit when you're, like, 10, 11. Exactly. And, like, really young. Because you that's that. what you've seen in movies, and you're like, oh, you that's think. what a fan does. Exactly. And that's just kind of the way it, it goes into play. But... That's not how everybody is. Like, yeah. I was never somebody who was okay with invading people's personal space no. or privacy or freaking out. And I feel like that is based on some people. Yeah. Like, I, for instance, was at a hotel one time, and I knew where Shawn Mendes as well as these YouTubers who I was actually trying to go meet were. And people were, like, yelling yeah. and banging on the window at, like, a gym. Like, trying to get Shawn yeah. Mendes to come outside of the gym. And I went full of mama bear mode. I was, I think, 16 or 15 at the time. And I'm like, you know what? This is not okay. And I looked at the yeah. kids who were doing it, and I'm like... You can't be doing this. Like, you can't be banging on it. I promise you he's not going to come out. That's such a, like, disrespectful thing to do. You need to stop. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess, like, if I was in his shoes, like, I wouldn't want people banging on the windows exactly. and taking pictures while I was working out. And they kind of understood that. But not everybody understands that at first. Well, I had a same sort of situation when I was in Australia. One of my favorite artists at the time was doing, like, a little meetup with a band that was opening up for him on their tour the next day. Um, they were doing a little meetup in Melbourne, and it was at an amusement park. And we were all waiting for them to get there, and they got there, and all of the younger ones started trying to chase their van, and, like, were screaming, and me and a couple of the older ones were like, if you keep doing that, they're gonna stay in the van. Exactly. You're not gonna have them come out, they're not gonna want to meet you guys, 
you have to respect them like you want them to respect you. Exactly. You can't You have just... to have that respect for one another, otherwise it's not going to work well. And I feel like as we've been through stuff, we've kind of realized yeah. the do's and the don'ts of certain things. Oh, yeah. 100%. Again, comes along with maturity, and that's why it's always nice to have those older fans at venues. Like, when I was younger, to have those older people that you can kind of look to, to for, like, guidance exactly. in a way. And Because yeah, and you like, would not catch us screaming. When, like, if when, well, yeah, they, like, when they were, like, walking towards us, you would not catch oh. us screaming at the top of our lungs. Definitely If it was not. a little kid, you would totally expect exactly. that. And then, again, but it, then the times when it's okay to scream is... At concerts. At concerts. Go Go ham. crazy. Go Because insane. that is the best, and it makes it a better experience. Oh, 100%. But they want it then. They want you to be loud and energetic yeah, then. Exactly. But when they're Time walking into the menu, they don't want to... <laughs> No, don't want to be, like, harassed and, like, attacked. Exactly. Speaking of harassed and attacked, another stereotype is that everybody is a stalker, which is not true. It's, like, there's stalking celebrities and then being a full-on stalker, and they're completely different things. And 100%. A stalker is somebody who goes and invades somebody's privacy, goes to their My house, My dad likes to, to think places. we are stalkers because of how often we meet but celebrities exactly. outside of a meet-and-greet, but we're not going and like no. invading their personal space there's so many of us just waiting outside of the tour bus and like tour buses or they're venues, parked at the venues exactly or venues airports like stuff like that where it's a public place certain like hotels for instance yeah. certain ones like it's fine like that's not being a stalker you're giving them their personal space you're not being and they oh like, i can't stop right now and you have to respect yeah, that exactly that's fine yeah but like that's totally fine but you have to understand that there's kind of that fine line in between being a stalker and just stalking a celebrity in a sense and you have to make sure you're not crossing that line because exactly. it gets to be creepy and scary and that's kind of where that and that's where that stereotype comes exactly. from is because there are people that do it but also but that's like, not what makes up fangirls exactly and i feel like the sense also came from fangirls have said oh i'm going to go stalk this person today and like i've said that before too oh, so like 100 but it's stalking johnny depp and we go to a movie set and we try and yeah. find him but it's because we're going to the movie set or we're, we're going not actually to... stalking we're no it's just what we the phrase we use and exactly. we're like i'm gonna go downtown and stalk sean exactly but by stalk we mean we're just trying to meet him exactly but we're, we're gonna... not gonna casually be at the beach where yeah. we think he might be and bump into him in public it's not i'm gonna follow him around and hide in his hotel room yeah never once no. when we've met someone have we ever followed them when they were leaving no which i have that's in australia i had people do that yeah uh, they were just following them i was like okay like you can't stop where are you like, going they'd stop and talk to you if they want to talk to you if exactly. they're going away they clearly want to go away and that's kind of exactly. that fine line that people need to realize but not all of us are like that yeah. there are some but, but most of us most aren't of us like are that. regular people exactly Speaking just, of regular people, also a school. I feel like a lot of people think that we're just like those dumb, bad grades, yeah. dropouts. Think that like because yeah. we obsess over an artist or a band, that makes us stupid, and that we put all of our brain into that, and that we have no not, time for anything else. Exactly. Yeah. Which is not true at all. Growing yeah. up, I was a fangirl, but I yeah. played like three or four different sports. Yeah. I did like we have in Canada we have a thing called girl guides, like. That wasn't the only thing I did, no. but people were always like, "All you spend all your time focusing on this but I person don't. that doesn't know like, you exist." We both had really good grades in school. Yeah. Like I was on a roll my entire high school experience. Me as well. We, you know, I did sports. I did. Yep. Got other lots activities. of trophies, medals on my wall, yeah. and it's like 
we liked going to concerts, but that wasn't the only no. thing we like. We didn't only always focus no, on the same thing. No, and actually, in thing. fact, it was like I planned my concerts that I was going to around my softball schedule, around my school stuff. If I had, you know, a tournament that weekend, I wouldn't buy tickets to the show. Or if I could make it work, where I could go to the show after the con or after the uh, tournament. tournament, I would. But yeah. I wouldn't never buy like there's competitions, there's tournaments that I've had that I've had to miss concerts for that I really wanted to go to, but. Yeah. It just is kind of the way it works, and it sucks, but it's like, there's other things in life besides seeing an artist live, and... Yes. But yeah. a lot of people will think that it's not that way, and you're... I've heard this audio all the time, and it's wasting... I'm scared of I've heard this audio all the time, and it's, you're wasting your childhood, obsessing over these people who don't know you exist, and... I don't think no. that I wasted my childhood doing that. At I had all. the best memories. I made some of the best friends just because, like, I liked a certain song or a certain artist. And exactly. I don't think that's a waste because if I, you know, I'm not sure I wasted my childhood because that's the only friends that I have from high school that I even yeah. talk to. There's one person. Are the ones that like the same. Music. I have one friend that I still talk to from high school, and the thing is, we became friends. Because we were both the same sort of people. Exactly. And besides that, it's like... That's how me and my one friend I talked to from high school constantly became friends. Is one Direction was coming to town. Exactly. Who were we going to go with? Each other. Exactly. And I feel like people think that's like, oh, well, you're wasting your money. Like, why would you do this? Why would you do that? Like, you're wasting your time. But really, these are the memories. And I would so much rather have a good memory than a tangible item. And, like, I'd rather spend $500 yes. on a concert ticket than $500 on a new pair of shoes. Like, that is anytime. I said that to my assistant manager um, last year said something like that to me. She was like, so you're not going to buy new shoes, but you'll go and buy that. VIP ticket. I'm like, yes. I would much rather have a memory than a materialistic item. Mm -hmm. Like, hundred percent. I don't need a new pair of shoes, mm. but I would love to have that memory because that's something that makes me happy. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that we're wasting our money on it and using all of our brain power for that no. one thing. Exactly. It's actually we both went to post secondary. Yeah. We both graduated college, like, we both graduated high school, like, done everything that average people we do. We both work a normal yeah, job. We both work at a grocery store, which I guess is, I was going to say a normal 9 to 5 job, but we don't work a 9 I mean, to 5 I job. I mean, I work a 7 to 3. I'm going to work a 6 to 2, but... Even better than, yeah. than a 9 to but 5. we both work a normal job. Yeah. So it's not like it's crazy. It's not like we're not work, like... And I don't mean like we both work a normal job saying that like other things aren't normal jobs. I'm going to cut the whole part out. I'm going to restart my thought process. Um, we both have jobs. It's not like we didn't go get a job because we yeah. were too busy focusing on this and like, artist I, and watching all of their stuff and doing all this stuff all the time. We do like doing that in our yeah. spare time, but we also do things that don't involve them at all. Like at all. So, yeah. Is that pissing you off? It's pissing me off. Yeah. Um, but both of us, like I went and I finished my schooling and I got a job that was in my field and so did she. I did. I mean, both of our jobs are closed right now because our fields are things that are open. Can't do during a pandemic. Exactly. But we both got jobs that were related to the to thing we studied, which exactly. was, you know, hers exactly. was to do with music. Which we're going to talk about after is how some of the traits that you yeah. have as a fangirl can actually be a huge huge advantage. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, like, actually, let's start talking about that now, because, like, I got a job in the hospitality industry, which yeah. is a huge thing with, like, customer service and connecting with people, and I feel like being able to go to concerts, and, like, I've 
ran or helped run so many different fan projects and yeah. being able to organize something and like orchestrate like something on such a large scale yeah. by contacting venues, contacting radio stations, contacting other fans. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge marketing thing at the end of the day. Like exactly. I have contacted radio stations in hopes that they would partner up with me and do marketing campaigns for these fan projects and unfortunately it didn't happen because like it was my first one I ran and it just wasn't wasn't up to what I thought it would be, but it still it worked and it was a actual arena and it worked and there were signs and people were happy and it exactly. was it worked well and it's something that took a lot of time and effort and if I wouldn't have like had my like grown up like throughout high school and stuff being a fangirl and seeing other people I would have never been able to kind of figure out how to do that and now I can take exactly. those tools and bring it into like a workplace and like marketing or just like design stuff or figuring out how different things work it's it's beneficial like yeah exactly and like for me me being a fangirl growing up helped me decide what I wanted to go to school for because growing up my favorite thing to do was go to concerts there was like it was the happiest I was and so it was fun so I was like I kind of want to work in the music industry hmm. I love music I can't play an instrument but I like the atmosphere it's in so I was like okay well let me go to school for that went to school for that and then when I was um interviewing for my job that I had pre-COVID um a huge thing was because it was a it was a feeder so it I was the event supervisor so I was like when I did my interview I was like I go to so many events I know ways to you know. make things better you know I know what, what like to, be to do and side. what not to do because going into venues there are so many things that he's doing you're like oh it's like, why? why would you do that like that is that doesn't make sense mm -mm. so when you're setting up lines and stuff i'm like actually this is going to be the easiest way to do a ga show exactly because i was told how to do a ga show when we had our first one i was like that's not a good yeah. idea as a patron that's like that's not how you do it no. like that's not it no we don't have meet and greets at our thing very often but the few that we did have they were like I think you should go and run that one. You seem to know what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that like, that's my thing. Mm -hmm. You need to know how to run a meet and greet. I've got you. Yeah. And even in school, yeah. for school, for me, it was like a weird thing. All of them were like, oh, it's kind of weird that you're in this program because you're like a fangirl. Like, it's kind of like, I don't really understand. And I was like, it's because we understand. But everything I've learned growing up about all this kind of stuff so keyed in oh yeah to all of it like we were talking about merchandise in school and everyone else was like i don't really want to talk about this and i was like i want to talk about it mm -hmm. i want to talk about what's behind merchandise because yeah it's even one of my classmates said to me one time he was like you could have a, your own little merch shop out of your closet couldn't you and i was like definitely you're blind you can't even see the clothes i wear and you know this mm -hmm. <laughs> oh but, yeah so yeah, it's definitely beneficial. It's you, so beneficial. You learn things that you can use in everyday life, and like not you learn that, things you can put on a resume too. You don't even have exactly. to use the wording. Like you can use professional wording and put it on yeah. a resume, but it's something that you learn doing. Like I did a fan as project a fan. or organized a marketing project. Exactly. Like, like I I was able to get this huge group of people together to do something. Exactly, and orchestrate something. We were actually able to go into a venue early one time. To, like do a bunch of stuff. It's like my communication skills. Oh yeah, for sure. So much better. 
yeah, the amount of times that we've like emailed venues or emailed like security or just different people like, on people's hey, teams. Exactly. And got stuff approved. Like when we did our fan project for Why Don't We uh, Spring Tour in Seattle, I contacted the venue because I wanted to I make sure. I contacted the venue. I emailed them. Oh, I called them. Yeah, I, I know. I emailed them. Um, but I emailed the venue and I was like, I wanted to make sure this project was okay. Like I know there's like a clear bag policy, blah, blah, blah. Yes. This is the paper. This is all the stuff. And I had like the thing on my phone. So I knew if we showed up to the venue with 500 plus signs, they'd be like, Okay, like go ahead, like we've already approved this. And so we got it approved by them and then we, we got also... it approved to be able to bring the papers in because mm -hmm. they were had originally on their website no no like, posters. Yeah. I'm like, well this isn't a poster. And so we kind of explained it yeah. to them and then when we got there we had gone in for um VIP, VIP. And I had contacted the venue a little bit earlier about trying to get in early. We so then a bunch before and they kept saying no. Um, At first. But eventually, I had gotten the name of someone, and then I found him after my VIP, because I was one of the first people that went through. Mm -hmm. So I found him after my VIP with a couple of my friends that I was with. She was still in line for VIP, because she was VIP. later on. Um, but I found him, and he was like, yeah, no problem, go to this person at the bar, told him my name, and went and found him, and I was like, oh, I can't remember his name. Um, they were like, I was like, oh, he said we could go in early and just start putting um, signs, on the signs on the chairs, and... We got, I think it was a group of like six of us yeah, and then a couple of moms. Yeah. And we were just putting our yeah. posters and sticky notes on every chair. And it's so much easier doing that. My Jack so and Jack one, easier. I was able to just, it was a GA show, so I was able to just go down mm -hmm. the line. And then the last person I'd given it to, I was like, as you're going in, can you just take one and pass it back? Mm -hmm. So for GA shows, it's, it's a little bit easier doing it that way. But for like a seated show, show so if you can get in easier. early and just place it on the seat, it. Definitely yeah. helps. And not gonna lie, most venues are probably going to say no. It's yeah. definitely who you know, and we were very fortunate that we contacted somebody yeah. part of Why Don't We's team, and yes. he was like, "We got you guys," and he definitely helped a lot. And we're like, "So thank you, John." Yeah. But yeah, it just, it's just I don't know. It's you learn how to word things better too. Like, I hate talking on the phone. Can't stand it. But because I've had to do it with like. Ticketmaster so many times. No. Stop. <laughs> because I had to do it with Ticketmaster so many times. If someone calls with like something, I have no problem talking on the phone. Yeah. Well, there's a, <laughs> most there's a, there's the a gray area. M most but of the time it works out well. I can, I can talk on the phone a bit more now because doing it for something I was passionate about makes kind it so of, much easier. Exactly. Yeah. But I... I think that's probably think that's it, it for, for this episode. Yeah. I know this one wasn't very long today, but... Or at least it might have been long. I'm not really sure. We're still good. I know this one wasn't very long today, but I feel like that's kind of covering all the points yeah. we really want to talk about. And kind of Don't hopefully... be afraid to be a fan girl. Yeah, like... I know when we were are. younger, we tried to hide it. Don't. It's it's like, a It's a good thing. And honestly... Being 100% honest here, it is so much easier to not hide it because once people know, it's like they kind of get over that hump. It's just that initial like, oh, haha, I'm making fun of you. But if you just like embrace it and accept <laughs> it, people are so much more like, oh, okay, whatever. But like, if you try and hide I it, then it becomes... Thank <coughs> I know I say it's weird. Yeah. Then it becomes something that people are like going to attack you about if they find out because it's a secret. And if they find out a secret that you're trying to hide from them, exactly. then it becomes an issue. So just embrace who you are and... 
you will find some of the best people. Like, 100%. at school, online, wherever, you can meet some of your best friends by just being yourself. And another example is, I'm gonna shout out Jade again. We did that in, I think, the first episode. Mm -hmm. But she was able to make, with her um, co-founder, Cassie, they were able to make an entire business and foundation yeah. out of being a fangirl. That's what, like, even on, were, like, their yeah. application thing at the bottom, it says, if you're not a fan... You haven't gone to concert in the past month. Yeah. Don't apply. If well, you don't have a Twitter. I mean, pandemic's a different thing. <laughs> but like, Twitter, yeah. like, as I mean, I probably wouldn't give my Twitter to a a job mm -hmm. application because there's some stuff on there from you know when I was actually 12 years old. But like, but <laughs> and Twitter is like my like safe place. Like, I wouldn't give that to a job application. But I have the experience with social media because of that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's probably it then. Yeah. Where can uh, people find you if they want to um, find you elsewhere? Uh, if you want to follow my Instagram, it is at Cassidy Lesser. Uh, Cassidy with a K. I didn't, I sometimes I mention that, sometimes I don't. And then my Twitter is at underscore Cassidy Page. And my Twitter is at underscore it's just Taylor. And my Instagram is jfolds1195. Or you can also find me on YouTube at it's Jessica Taylor. Well, yeah. And if you uh, want to find both of us on Instagram, you can also find us at Our Turn Official. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. So thank you guys for watching another episode, and uh, we will see you next Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. Bye.